0: It's
1: summer krinsky
0: scott murphy you are not showing me music you say we're, we're gonna get into a whole
1: i would say um truck full of worms Ooh, today a truck
0: full it, of worms
1: truck full of worms hell worms all right all right but you know first off you know hello hi it's the podcast we're, we're doing, doing it. it yeah and you we. know what's scott that murphy what's that summer krinsky
0: I'm sorry. I'm writing notes as I have thoughts. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. You, you ever just try to do something one more time, twelve more times? Uh, <laughs> that was that's that was going to be my I, I that mean, was I've, my thing I I've was going to talk been about.
1: Working on stuff with you, yeah. So I'm incredibly <laughs> familiar with the concept of doing something one more time, twelve more times. I was
0: trying to think of like what the album title should be, and I haven't come up with it. I've come up with a lot of bad options, but uh, yeah. I was just trying to if listeners, if anyone knows how to encapsulate. You ever try to do something one more time 12 more times into one word? Well, what
1: if it was just more con- I don't know if it's one wordable, but one more time 12 times is One
0: more times 12 times? Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's 10 songs, <laughs> so maybe it's one more time 10 times.
0: One more time 10 times?
1: One more time 10 times.
0: We'll see. I'm just tra- I'm maybe that's also just a like a Right. not a shareable tidbit, you know? Maybe that's not the, but I mean, that's that's all I can think about. The last week is <laughs> the <is> average.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just what's running through your head. That's your intrusive thought of that in Benny
0: Blanco's voice. Right. <laughs> I don't uh, know why. Yeah, my intrusive thought. Okay, that's a new segment on the podcast. Intrusive thoughts of the week for Summer Krinsky. Yeah, are you ever try to do something one more time, twelve more times? Slash, maybe we ten to make yeah. it. You know, why are we trying to do the very American? Why you know make it on the ten? yeah we we love to just make it a random amount right ten makes way more sense you ever try to do something one more time ten more times and the voice of Benny Blanco um just just the cadence that he speaks in that's just everything is kind of like being filtered through that and I don't know why and I i I can't make it stop
1: I gotta say those are very nice intrusive thoughts
0: they're not bad
1: mine aren't arable okay so <laughs> <laughs> sounds weird Concerning. concerning. Nah, okay. those uh, are just no those are the those are the separate. That's someone else intruding. Oh, intruding intruding. they're not mine right. That's the whole problem with, with intrusive thoughts. Mm-hmm. So uh we have been doing that. We've been working on a record. Uh, we have been booking a tour. Yeah there is a we are a couple of weeks from announcing a spring tour and, like exciting. we're doing Tree fort. hooray uh there's some other you know we'll be blasting you with dates probably like weekly we will be starting blasting you for, for like four months straight
0: uh-huh you but-
1: have to you have to share these dates <laughs>
0: Yes, we will be telling you all this exciting information. Um also I know that on the last episode or maybe it was like two episodes ago, we were teasing talking to that band Bloomsday. Um unfortunately we weren't able to make that happen because they were um
1: tight schedule. Tight
0: schedule. They got into town a little later than they expected. Everyone but
1: gets into Detroit later than they expected. It's true. It yeah. well, it's
0: because it's I mean, not for them. They weren't doing the Canada cross, but a lot of times people are crossing the border in and they don't realize it ends up taking a little longer. But I was just gonna give them a shout of like they were great people to play yeah with and, that was uh, a fun awesome show. band so if you are uh looking for music you know bloomsday indie folk kind of stuff uh very j- just high it's recommend good. yeah check them out um
1: they're good friends of the show
0: yeah speaking of crossing the border um we went to see other friends of the show um we we went to see babe hoven in windsor And they, you were, you couldn't find. I couldn't find my passport. So you were not part of the story. But I went with (laughs) Liam and Rose, and we crossed the border, and we went to see this band that uh, also indie folk kind of stuff. Check them out. Very beautiful uh, songwriting and beautiful voice. Okay, Um, so we are friends with them for playing shows. When, but I haven't gone to Canada in years. Last yeah. time I was to play shows in Toronto and Montreal, and that's been that was a while ago. That was pre-COVID. Yeah, so um went across the border and d- didn't leave ourselves that much time. Real, you know, tight schedule.
1: <laughs> You're oh, giving yeah. me you a look because got... you
0: told me to leave earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and we got we're we're this guy the border man is just giving us like quite the questionnaire like he is like why are you driving this big ridiculous van and i'm like no one everyone else was tired which is the truth i yeah. don't know i'm driving whatever and and it's then my he car. like he opens our doors without asking which i don't i can you do that is that
1: well, in we the, just kind of live in that world.
0: Yeah, one I was like, "Oh shoot, that's unlocked." But also like <laughs> you could just open the door. Like if he had asked, obviously I would have been like, "Yeah, whatever." But like I think I mean, that
1: it's I think that it does fall under a different jurisdiction than like You're in no police. man's land kind of. I think on, that we mm, the the border is a little Well, he <laughs> I don't know, I'm not a lawyer.
0: He's at some point we start stressing out cuz he's just like, "Who's Alicia?" and we're like, I don't know who is Alicia. And and he's like, where's Like, do you have an Alicia in the car? We've handed him our passports. No one is Alicia. We don't know what he's talking about. Then he's like, hold on. And he leaves for like a while. And we're yeah. like, oh my God, we're about to just, we're missing this show. We're trapped at the border. We're going to border jail. Like, I don't know who Alicia is, but <laughs> for some reason we're being implicated in her crimes Um, and then it turned out he just like read his screen wrong and Alicia was in the car behind us, but he thought we were smuggling someone named Alicia. I don't know. Um, it was, uh, chaotic,
1: just a fun time,
0: but all to say, babe Hoven, cool band. Um, this is a podcast about cool bands. Yep. Uh, check them out. Also, I am Summer Krinsky.
1: Well, and I'm Scott Murphy. And this is
0: I don't heart radio.
1: And this could be your next favorite story.
0: Okay. So
1: Okay. So there is a uh, a burbling music industry story that I think should be really, really, really forefront. And there have been a lot there have been there's been a fair amount of commentary on it, but I feel like we are uniquely able to go through some of the translating and ins and outs of why this is such a thing uh, that uh, that a lot of people don't uh, quite have the grasp on.
0: Are we talking about Ticketmaster?
1: We are not talking about Ticketmaster. Okay, what yeah. are we talking about? Okay, we're going to talk about the Doom Eternal soundtrack.
0: What? Yeah, okay. <laughs> now, know, this is going to be super fun okay. because
1: I, I know that this is like 100% not your thing Great. okay <laughs> so um, there is a video game called doom okay it's existed since like the late 80s uh-huh. uh, and you play a character named doom guy and you kill demons from hell that have invaded earth okay and it's a franchise that's existed for like almost 40
0: years sure i'm with okay. you i follow yeah. i know nothing i'm yeah, not yeah. a gamer oh i know you are a gamer
1: Kind of. I wouldn't, you know.
0: You dabble in the games. I dabble.
1: I play video games. I
0: play one video game. I will not play any video game except for Soul Calibur. I am right. good at Soul it, Calibur. I button mash and I crush You're a button it.
1: mash master. That's the
0: only game I will ever play. You cannot convince me that any other game is worth my time.
1: Absolutely. I'm not. That's not what I'm here to do today. <laughs> so, uh, but the thing is, is that it is interesting because the video game industry is massive. You know, I mean, it's. So much money. So I've heard, and also is such a flashpoint for culture because you know there's a lot of money because so many people are involved and you know care about them a lot, Absolutely. which is why you know the GamerGate to Donald Trump like pipeline is very real, and what a terrible time. Uh huh. So video games matter, and they're a part of culture, and Doom is one of the longest-running ones.
0: All right, I follow.
1: Okay, (laughs) so uh, in, like, 2012, Doom got enveloped into a uh, corporation of a corporation of a corporation. Uh, Id Software became the development house that was then bought by Bethesda, which was owned by... Minimax software which was the faceless like corporate shell for like you know a video game company and a blender company and like all of that stuff you know sure. modern modern days so it's uh you know it's uh it's a uh, just a turducken of corporate malfeasance just like wrapped into one
0: yeah thing. it's like everything keeps getting bought into like I mean my, my mom is uh piano uh right she writes like Pedagogical music um, for piano, and she's like part. She was uh, published by Alfred, which is one of the largest publishers in piano sheet music. It's like Alfred and Hal Leonard are like the two biggest, and Alfred was bought by uh, a company because they also own Finale, right? The, the music writing software, but they're also. Owned by a shoe company yeah, and like a, yeah. you know, all to say it became under this giant umbrella and then they uh cut their piano division. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because once it once people, it gets yeah. uh you know it
1: gets so far away that they the start point. to treat people very badly. Yeah. Uh, so the thing is, is we've got like this long running video game and then. Uh, it gets bought by a company, it gets bought by a company, and then they they decide to like kind of redo the feel of the game and right. make it a little more of a uh, a little more of a story and a little more involved than just like shoot demons. Uh, okay, and so that's it's like not
0: because I, I was assuming that maybe you're gonna go bought by a company, bought by a company, and now they've like lost the thread of why. No, I mean it was.
1: It's not like Doom was like this incredible property to begin with. Sure, it's more about how they start to treat people. Okay, so uh, they do this relaunch in 2016, just Doom, uh, and it's you know it's heralded as very good. But one of the things that really, really gets people going on it is the soundtrack. Um, which gets done by Mick Gordon, who's an Australian. He's like a metal guy, um, but it's a very, very cool ass soundtrack. Okay. Okay. It it really it it takes the it fits with the game so perfectly.
0: It's like standout about yeah. it, yeah. And people are like really into
1: it. They're super into it, and mm-hmm. it kind, and Mick Gordon has been composing for video games. Um, for like 10 years at this point. Yeah. And had some other like notable works that you know, amongst people that were like into video game soundtracks, they're like, Oh yeah, that's pretty good. And but this is the one that people went like, holy shit, this is incredible. Right. You know? Like I
0: feel like, I mean, I as not a gamer, I don't know, but I feel like video game soundtracks are in a similar world to I definitely am a big consumer of like TV and film. And I feel like with soundtrack things, it's often like It it usually is, like, either things aren't, like, pretty not noticeable, like, if it's just okay, which I I feel like it's rarely, like, bad, it's usually kind of just, like, not noticeable or phenomenal. Like, and usually it just kind of, like, goes under the radar, like, I don't really notice the music in TV shows that I'm watching unless, like, there's some that I remember As just being like, wow the the music supervisor such a
1: perfect synergy, such a
0: perfect synergy. Or the music supervisor on that show is so connected with up and coming bands and like the culture of like cool finding cool. Like Broad City has that for me, like that very memorable soundtrack of just like very much what was popping off at that time. And like I feel like things that were featured in it became bigger like after like. A lot of the stuff you would look at it and be like, Oh, they are big, but they weren't big in that moment. Yeah. They were like on their way up, you know. Anyway, okay. So, so this one's this is a notable say, soundtrack. It's a notable soundtrack
1: yeah. and Mick uh is a um a perfectionist. He does everything. Mm-hmm. He records, he tracks, a he mixes, he uh you know <laughs> every single part of the production process he does, which does set him apart from like most video game composers are Either like writing the scores, like in finale, and then they get passed off to an orchestra or a, another mixer handles it. And there's a whole team, um, but Gordon is a standalone. He does the music right. when he does a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. He delivers like final products to the studio. That's how he works.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, uh, that's right. I'm I'm very into being involved in every little detail yes so cool
1: so like i said i feel like you have uh, an ability to kinship with understand this story Uh uh-huh so doom comes out in 2016 it's a hit and the soundtrack is a huge hit it gets um like an expanded 72 song vinyl release on like a a quadruple record yeah it sells out like it's it's a it's a super collectible and a super important part of like the culture, okay? It is linked to the franchise.
0: Were I to know stuff about video games, I would know this. Yes, everyone knows this. It's yeah. in the know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's a thing.
0: I'm out of the know. Yeah, but now I know.
1: But now you know. All right, and anyone listening knows. Great. So, uh, flash forward to uh, like a a year or so later the studio goes, let's make it another Doom mm-hmm. because this was pretty good. Let's get this going. Let's go even bigger. Let's go, you know, let's do more this time. So they start work on Doom Eternal, which is the, like, sequel to the reboot of Doom, all right? Uh, it is, su- people are really, really hyped about it, and it's a... Uh, One of the most looked forward to releases of 2020. Okay. So uh, the thing is, is that um, video game production is kind of a constant crunch of, like, a manager delivering, like, work 5,700 hours in a week and then, you know, give me the code and all of that. It's, It's generally seen as both like how things get done and also a problem within the industry, just constant crunch, like anything in tech. Mm-hmm. So uh, Doom Eternal gets like delayed, uh, you know, it doesn't hit its release date. Uh, it winds up coming out like six months after their like initial release target. Sure. But that's like a thing that people expect. OK, you know, that's just like, like a
0: delay in the Yeah. Yeah.
1: No one like when a when a game gets announced, you don't go like I'm counting on it. You know, yeah. you're like, eh, you know, wait I mean, a little it's bit. It's such
0: a huge undertaking. It's huge.
1: And like it's that. like you yeah. don't even buy the game the day that it comes out because it's probably broken. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like they need the the beta tester of just like 50,000 people really quick to, to bug report it. Yeah. So, you know, that's how the industry is. Nobody really expects anything differently. Now, the thing is, is when they push back the release, what they do is they they still do an announcement And among the announcements is that if you order the Super Duper Collector Edition, you will receive a Mick Gordon soundtrack, uh, you know, with your purchase.
0: Like you'll get the album.
1: You'll get the album. Okay, Mm -hmm. because it was such a huge deal for the first game that he did. So that was part of like the promotional material when they were like, whoopsie, we missed the target. And, uh, you know, you can put down $150 right now and you'll get the Super Collector Edition that has the soundtrack.
0: Yeah, and people, like, see that as both supporting it because you're, like, kind of doing... It's like the pre-sale It's a pre-sale. You you know, I mean, it's the same thing for music or books. It's, like, if you get enough pre-sales, it means a lot in the industry. It's going to just, like, really help you... Um, sell the product to, like, whatever. I don't know. In music, it's, like, a label or playlisting and things like that. If you have enough pre-sales, it just shows that there's excitement and interest, and I'm sure, like, the same. Plus, I'm sure, like, the budget.
1: Yep, it helps yep. to have Yeah, that, there's all yeah. of that happening. So, flash forward a few months later, Doom Eternal comes out, and it's really good, okay? It's a great game. It's awesome. And um, the soundtrack release is delayed. But the score for the game, like when you're playing the game, sounds incredible. Sounds like Gordon. You know, it uh, It absolutely works with the game. It's awesome. Everyone's like, can't wait for the soundtrack. Uh-huh. Okay? Soundtrack comes out on, uh, like, Three days before the absolute latest that it could have come out.
0: Sure. Uh, Wait. Okay. So the the game's out with sound, but the sound is like not the final
1: pieces so or the delivery. Um, specs for mm-hmm. a game are different than for an. A- There's a few things at play. One of which is like the music itself changes from a video game score to like a thought out composition to be listened to from beginning to end. Uh Because like within a video game score, it has to, it's got a loop.
0: basically. It it has to loop
1: or it has to be able to like jump from like action point to action point. So when, uh, when someone like Gordon does a, um, a soundtrack, they very, they, they make it into like an actual song structure.
0: Right. Right. right, right. And also
1: the, um, the loudness specifications are totally different. Okay, sure. So there's some engineering, and the mix has to be a little bit different, the master has to be quite different. Uh, so there's technical things and there's artistic things that separate the score from the soundtrack. Okay. Okay, so the soundtrack comes out, um, you know, like right on the edge of, a, of the deadline, yeah. where- um, The procrastination
0: it, has happened.
1: It would have been legally uh, viable in Europe. They could have gotten um, anybody who pre-ordered. They could have like gotten a refund plus damages if because, it didn't come out because of then. consumer protection gotcha, laws. Gotcha. Yeah, not here. Not here. No. 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 <laughs> right. Uh, they're concerned about the European market on that. So comes out and people start to go, "This fucking sucks." Huh. That's like that is the the internet, is is a is a is a blaze. It's uh you know, it's compressed really weird. Sounds it's bad. it sounds bad. There are like weird like the songs are weird. They're like loop. They're just loops and then like a random loop and then more loops.
0: Okay, so something's uh, like really off.
1: It's like people are like they're this like, did is, he get
0: hit in the head? This is bad. Was there like some sort of. Yes. Okay.
1: Okay. A few days later, the uh, one of the managers of the subsidiary of the subsidiary does a Reddit post. Uh-huh. Okay? And basically says that the deadline, Gordon wasn't able to make it. And, you know... Uh, uh, there is some, uh, y- you know, he- it just didn't work out, and we really wish that it could have. But, I, uh, you know, we we support him and we love him, but he just didn't do it.
0: He just he- couldn't get it done. He
1: just couldn't get it done.
0: So they got someone else to throw something together,
1: essentially. Uh, yeah, and uh, so this is also paired with like people are starting to like write articles and stuff and gordon is on twitter and he's like yeah i wouldn't have made that decision when people are like it sounds bad and stuff like i did i wouldn't have done it that way you know he does but a couple he, like, sort of sort
0: of, of holding his tongue about there's what's a little bit on. of a tongue like holding a, there's contract
1: there's some stuff happening uh-huh. and then uh uh the the reddit post says that we had one of our talented engineers at id you know do the soundtrack and we would have you know, just appreciate that, you know, blah, blah, blah. I appreciate these things. If you
0: guys. Stop being so mean to uh-huh. them about it sucking.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> and this was two years ago. Uh huh. Okay, the Reddit post. About a week ago, Gordon put out a 14,000 word statement. Amazing. It takes about two hours to read. Wow fully detailing what happened with the doom soundtrack and it's really wild <laughs> like that's I wanted to get I wanted you to feel like all of the things that uh-huh. everyone felt yeah two the years last ago. few
0: years of build up and you were like I, I mean as like a fan of the franchise and of him you were like confused like you played the game and you' were like yeah What's up with the sound like right because the, the score
1: uh-huh. is really good. Yeah. Okay, but the soundtrack is turdy poop. Yeah. Okay. So, we've got a there's a novel of uh-huh. stuff. And it opens with um it's like you can go to um Mick Gordon's Medium post. It is my full statement regarding doom eternal if you want to like read along at home. Uh it's got a table of contents. <laughs>
0: The post does. The
1: post does. What? It's it is a book. All right. So has he just
0: been preparing this for the last two oh, years?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 addressed in his book.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: So the thing is, oh, and also it is worth noting that like when you go back to the old Reddit post, it is just like pages and pages of pe- people being like, Mick Gordon. His lazy procrastinating artist, he didn't get it done, you know, and people being like mad about it, uh-huh. you know, in a way that video game nerds get mad about things. Right. Okay. So that's just like, that's like important to know. That's it's the like, energy. That's the energy. And it's a real like life ruining kind of energy uh-huh. when all of a Reddit sub forum gets directed to like think that you are bad. Yeah. Okay. So first things first, uh, they refuse to send Gordon a contract like right away for the score of the video game.
0: What? And <laughs> yes, like they wouldn't say how much they'll pay him.
1: They just wouldn't send a contract. And the thing is, is that uh, so first off, Gordon is a contractor like us yeah like when we work for somebody we get a 10.99 and mm-hmm. we
0: you know pay crazy high taxes on yep, it
1: yep and it really it uh, sucks you're mm-hmm. not an employee you have no rights you just uh, adhere to the contract right and so Gordon is a contractor who for the first few months of the development of the score they don't send him a contract <laughs> so uh, at this point in his career he knows to not work without a contract yeah
0: i mean so i mean we i think that everyone who's self-employed 1099 like you and i and i mean a lot of our friends has had a uh time where they got screwed over that made them change how they felt about contracts because you don't want it like when you're just dealing with like you know show by show basis you don't want to write a contract all of the time but then like um, for example, the most prolific one was one of, uh, a good friend of mine who's like an, in, you know, incredible sound engineer and runs a company. And, you know, is, is it just a like hardworking, honest man? Yeah. He was, uh, he brought, he had a verbal agreement with a frat, uh, and he brought, they had like some, they, they were like rich kids that had paid, uh, I'm sure they paid the artist. They brought in some like famous rapper or something he he provided the sound he had a verbal agreement of on how much they would owe him for it and he had to pay a whole staff of people to bring yeah. everything there so he owed thousands of dollars to the people he hired All, you know of course they don't pay and um they just thought you know they they thought well you're going to suffer deal with it yep. and like um that's just to get bamboozled by a bunch of frat boys um that absolutely had the budget to to pay to him to pay him yeah but uh that was definitely i know a lesson for him and a few of our other friends to just always
1: you, you just have to work with a contract so
0: it is uh right so gordon strange. is working
1: with a multi billion dollar company and they're, and not, they're not sending, sending a contract, contract. Yeah. and at this point in his career he has done some work even with this company in which they haven't, like, paid on time or enough. Right. And, and all of that. So he just won't start work until he has a contract, which is also, like it's a, reasonable a thing ask. that, like, uh. W- in the manager's post on Reddit, they talk about how he's difficult with deadlines and stuff, and he's responding to that by saying that he's not difficult with deadlines. He just wasn't going to start work on a project without a contract. Yeah. Which isn't... That's not being a prima donna. That isn't... Uh, that isn't being, like, ooh, too good for the job or whatever. That's just, like, smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? Uh, then... Well, and
0: it's, it's so... Um... I mean, so I'm t- talking about the, frat, but like it's so much more insidious for like a major company with like yeah. like with huge budgets for things, you know, to to say like, oh, you should just be trusting us. Why? Yeah, would you, just you know, trust us. Just yeah. we're
1: one big family here.
0: Well, and and if if you clearly have the budget, then it clearly shouldn't be a problem. So. Oh, to- this
1: is this is only the tip of the iceberg. Okay, this is a this is a book, <laughs> all right. So, just Dive. right off the right off the bat, no contract. So, uh, and then the terms of the deal are that they want to have the music before the game is done, and the thing is, is that that is also problematic because the, the music has to be written the to the music game, has imagine. to be written to the game.
0: I don't even play games, but that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and there I are all sorts of technical to...
1: things. It's like, so each, they want each level mm-hmm. of the game to have its own score. And then the thing is, is that without knowing like what the action points of the level are, it like timing things and also getting the feel for like each like battle, Right. like it, it needs its own scoring.
0: It sounds like a fundamental misunderstanding of like what artistry is. Yeah. It sounds like people that are just like deliver the product and it's so like So, they there send are... a
1: contract and they want Gordon to do two levels a month uh without having the levels available to him.
0: Uh-huh. And it's uh, not like a sketch for them. It's like finished. Oh, it has to be the... finished
1: because the contract mm-hmm. is um, so, so they've
0: sent a contract though.
1: Well, at, at this point, the terms of the deal okay. you know and then there is a contract that comes like a few months into production, all right uh, So they need two uh, scores, two level scores per month during the production of the game uh, without the levels being completed on their end. And then the way that video game contracts work, is you charge as a composer per minute of music with like an, uh, like an allotted amount of minutes. Um, in the case of Doom Eternal, it was 144 minutes. And then it is the discretion of the, uh, the development company about what is or is not to be used in the game. Like they can say no to a minute, and then you have to redo the minute. Okay. Uh, and that's just the way that it works.
0: So they can say, like, this minute sucks. Yeah. Okay.
1: Scrap this minute.
0: Sure.
1: Okay, so, uh, you know, you've delivered 14 minutes in this drive, and 13 of them we say yes to, uh, but one of the minutes is no good. We'll need to—our bank of minutes is now, you know, minus one.
0: Okay, sure. Okay?
1: That's how, the, that's how it works, So he starts delivering minutes of music, uh, you know, without having the levels. Uh, And he sends an email at this point, which is within his post. He has all of his emails, all of his texts, uh, and he sends one that's like, hey, um, just so you know, like, I'm not like I'm in Australia. Y'all are in other parts of the world. I can't just like come and, you know, hang out with the developers uh maybe there's a miscommunication here but it would be really i think on both of our ends more efficient for both of our time if i had the levels before i did the score that way we don't have to get into like rewrites and revisions and it'll just save more time you know in the end Uh uh-huh uh and then they go boo no you are lazy (laughs) write the music which then turns uh-huh. into this is a 2 year process and believe it or not they say no to a lot of the music because it doesn't fit the levels
0: right because he hasn't seen the levels and you know you'd have to be like a I'd, mentalist or yes. whatever <laughs> you'd have to see the future uh-huh. uh
1: so they um, they turn down it's about like for every one minute, two minutes are turned away. So, like half of his stuff is said no to.
0: Okay, I. Then you mean for every four minutes, two. Right. Minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like negative minutes.
1: Negative minutes. Um, <laughs> they
0: really hate his work.
1: So there's constant revisions. There's a lot of, like, backbiting and just like, ah, you're not working hard enough. Like, really toxic shit. They don't pay him for—they're supposed to be paying, like, for every month of delivery. But it gets into a debt of 11 months at one point. Uh, Amazing. And he's just working and working and working, and then they're— they're getting into the crunch time and there are instances where like the 144 minutes have been used up, but they're like, we need more music. And he's like, Hey, contract 144. Yeah, we m- could add more minutes. Uh, uh-huh. uh, and then the development company said, no, let's just scratch out these five minutes from this other level. We don't really like them as much. And we'll just, you know, we'll use that as our bank, which technically is within their rights for the content.
0: Yeah. I mean, that seems like kinda shitty because it's like redo a bunch that we said was good, but sure.
1: Yeah. So okay, I'll do that. Here's five more minutes for uh-huh. this level, and then and then this just continues happening. Uh which is to say that at the end of the game, Gordon went through the game and found out that they had used all of those like throughout those two years when they were going like, oh, do a revision or they
0: were using them all. They
1: used them all. They, they were totally wound lying. Up, They wound up using almost 500 minutes of material.
0: Wow.
1: As if they were manipulating the process so that he would just keep sending them additional minutes.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, and and they just thought he wouldn't notice or yeah. they thought that that was fine like they thought that they thought that was like a clever trick someone came up with that yeah, like dude what yeah okay. it's just it,
1: it there's no way it's it, you don't accidentally like grab from the wrong folder you know you they just synced
0: five times more or whatever yeah yeah so okay so that that's what i i mean i wonder what the thought process was it kind of sounds like to the level where someone like pitched that in a meeting and was like
1: right well from the beginning because of the saver. because of the uh the whole process of oh let's have him do minutes for uh-huh. stuff that doesn't exist yet and then yeah. we're going to be able to say that it doesn't fit you know like within the within the s- terms of the contract
0: but did they not just think he was going to sue them because that seems like so clearly like the game will be finalized and you could count the amount of minutes and then he could just sue them right yeah well i assume he is suing them right
1: not yet what yeah well i mean there's a whole i th- there are a lo- lawyer that's in the book <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what's he doing
1: okay well i mean there's still more okay, shit sorry, okay, there's yeah, still going, more going,
0: okay uh, so uh right, you know so- there's.
1: This constant, like, delivery back and forth. There's uh, almost a full calendar year of not getting paid. But that still hasn't gotten into the soundtrack, okay? We're just talking about the score right, for the game. And, uh, again, the score of the game and the soundtrack are two entirely separate entities. And they are not—within um, the contract for the score, it explicitly does not account for a soundtrack— those are two separate jobs.
0: Totally. totally. Yeah. It going to be a new contract. That's, yeah, that, that is a sense.
1: new That is a new job. Yeah. Uh, accepted within the industry. Anytime they have someone do a score and a soundtrack, those are two different contracts, and it is two different payments. So they announce that when, when they do the whoopsie and don't have the game done at the date where they said it would be done. Yeah. And then they announce that there will be a special... Uh, Mick Gordon, original soundtrack. Totally, they had not even talked to him about doing a soundtrack at that point, let alone put it under contract.
0: Wow! So they're so just lying.
1: They're just lying to consumers.
0: Or they have a plan to talk to him, but they. Oh,
1: this is it. Gets fucking crazier. Okay.
0: <laughs> so so he sees this probably. Oh, he
1: sees the announcement. And he's like,
0: what? Uh, well,
1: he's like, what? But he's also like. The whole time he's operating in good faith. He sends an email and it's like, hey, maybe you forgot to talk to me, but I'm happy to do it. Like, we could get started on it now. Like, we've got, like, most of the bare material. I could start sequencing and composing and doing everything that we need to get done to make a soundtrack happen. And they just flat out don't respond to him about it.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: for months he goes over the developer's head to Bethesda, the next up on the corporate, like, Sharknado.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, and they go, like, oh, here's a contract. <laughs> you know, like, or uh, they confirm that they will have him do the soundtrack, but that Id needs to send him the contract.
0: Okay, so they don't send him a contract. They don't
1: send him a contract, but, but they it say, has been like... Yes, do the soundtrack, <laughs> because we said you would. Like, we've... Uh, because your first soundtrack was such a big deal right. to the community that we put, we we didn't say that there will be a Doom Eternal original soundtrack. We said that there will be a Mick Gordon Doom Eternal soundtrack. Totally. You know? Yeah. Like.
0: You've sold it on his name. Exactly. Like what, yeah. It's
1: his reputation to yeah. the community. So. Uh, the game winds up yeah, coming... Yeah, this is
0: already so messed up, because, like, your name Yes. is so... Like, that's yours. No one should be able to... I mean, it is it is actually kind of crazy that they even were able to put that out there before they talked to him about it. Yeah. Like, that itself seems like it's breaking some sort of law, right?
1: It's not, though, because it's their intellectual property.
0: But they're putting his name on but it, it it's without... But their...
1: To- like, that's... Where, like, when people go, like, we have to respect IP laws. Like... The thing is, is it, IP laws don't actually protect the people that made the thing, like that's a whole other problem. But he's it's, gonna
0: make the soundtrack. But it's, it's not his. his
1: na- it's not God. his IP. But it's
0: his name. Yeah. How can they take his name? Is his name their IP? Do they well, own it, his name.
1: They own the soundtrack, <laughs> and that's that's the thing. Like when we uh-huh. talk about. Like, it's, it's the practicality of the law because it's actually whatever mega corporation like bought the patent, mm-hmm. it's theirs. And when they cry about like they're stealing our IP, it's not like they made it, they fucking stole it from somebody first. Uh-huh. They're just no longer making money. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so they've put his name on the release and they are selling it based off of his involvement. And, uh, the timeline, it basically... The game comes out in late March and the soundtrack comes out three weeks later in mid-April. Okay. Gordon receives the contract to start work on the soundtrack in late February. A month before the game is, like, uh, released. And then... Uh, and then he has, like, three weeks of flex after that.
0: Yeah, so they're like, why didn't you start earlier? But right. they have given him no guarantee. Yes, of- they've,
1: they haven't given him a contract. Mm-hmm. And he just doesn't start work until he has a contract. That is his big crime. His right. artistic procrastination is waiting for a contract to start work on the project. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> now, they get into... Uh, the release of the game. And then they're like, hey, we really need to have this soundtrack because we will get our asses eaten up by European consumer protection. Yeah, I think
0: like they're like realizing this as it's happening.
1: Yeah. Well, it feels the, like
0: they've like ignored this fact. And here's then, the like, thing, someone they haven't ignored
1: it. it. They just didn't tell Gordon. There are.
0: They didn't want him to know that he had like some leverage or something
1: or yeah or like don't know why but they knew Uh uh-huh they absolutely knew so at the last minute they go oh we're all gonna get fucking destroyed and your name's on it (laughs) this is the mick gordon soundtrack so just so you know uh we're all legally viable here so eat, So he's, like, stressing I'm, out.
0: I'm so confused. Were they going to pay him? Like, Did they somehow like, cut corners in how much they were going to pay him? Like, why are they delaying giving him the contract?
1: Oh, there's more. Okay. <laughs> there is a—so uh, they've delayed the contract, delayed the contract, delayed the contract. They give the contract. Um, is it they, way
0: less? Is uh, it they- he
1: doesn't say okay. how much he gets paid or anything. Like, I'm sure it's good money. I'm not. You know, th- oh, you know. at this point? That's, yeah. That yeah.
0: feels like why else would you be, if not to be, I mean, it seems like they're trying to screw him on money with the minutes.
1: Right. Well, I, I bet at this point his rate is probably good. I'd imagine sure. that his rate is good I per minute. I hope so. I okay. would hope so. Gore, <laughs> please, please have good rate. Um, the uh, So we're a few weeks from the deadline of everyone just getting – you know, legalized. Okay. Yeah. Gordon is stressed out at this point, And he says like, okay, I need every available minute to do. I can do it, but I need like as much room as possible. You know, like sure. I'll deliver it at the last minute. Okay. And, uh, then he receives a reply. You know what? Actually don't worry about it because we've got this backup soundtrack. And he's like, "What?" And they're like, "Oh, well, you know, because he didn't sign that contract for a while, we had our um, our audio engineer put the soundtrack together." And he's he's like, "Excuse me," and and they go like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." He's got it, and, and he's like, "Well, okay, well, maybe send it to me, and maybe we can like piece something together, like together, you know?"
0: Sure. And they. Sorry, a little-
1: they send him the pile of poop uh-huh. that gets released that eventually gets released to the public and he goes, Oh no, it's a pile of poop. Yeah. It's like this is uh, not... there, there's a, uh, like the, it's just the loops, <laughs> the loops from the video game, like freehand copied and pasted, like so that they're crossfading against each other uh-huh. and like popping and clicking and the, the compression's wrong. The mastering delivering is wrong. Like everything that like Gordon does is a mixing and uh, like full on like full stack producer makes him go like oh no.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like when like you know the the person who just opened Fruity Loops for the first time um, three weeks ago comes over to the mixing board and is like oh I think that um, you don't understand that there's actually like a huge you're not bumping the bass enough it's
1: not bumping and they just
0: say like words like bumping and and they just think that they like they're they've touched you know an eq one time so they
1: they really get it yeah yeah and gordon is a successful video game producer like that that Other video game composers say that his work as doing everything is like what sets him apart from everybody else. Uh You know, it's what's won him awards. Okay. And he receives this just shit pile. And then what's crazy is uh, they don't realize that he can open the metadata on the sessions. Uh-huh. And because they sent it, they he, were like...
0: Can he see when they made it? Yeah, he was could see... It was a long w- time ago. It was a
1: long time ago. Mm-hmm. It was in late 2019 that it... And so... And this is all
0: happening in February of This is happening
1: in March of 2020. Oh, so the world's so, also
0: shutting down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unrelated. That's happening. Unrelated. It's a bit but, chaotic.
1: Yeah, w- which this game was great for that. I did. <laughs> that. This was my pandemic time. Uh-huh. So the thing is, is... They've they've predicated all of this on like him not signing a contract in time or him not being communicative about like starting the soundtrack mm-hmm. and all that, where he has emails where he's like talking to managers of managers of managers, being like, I would really like to start on this soundtrack. They started on this secondary fake soundtrack months ago. Before it got to this point, yeah. So their plan this whole time was to have their like audio intern just like do it and fuck him over.
0: I mean, that's uh, that's so many and people. It just show it so clearly shows how much people don't understand, like how people don't understand what it means to be actually good at, like yeah. uh, it, skilled in in art. Form. like it, it just shows how people think that it's just this nothing I don't know I don't know what people think but it's like you know on a on a very minimal on a, like a personal level it's like people will always try to get like um you know have you show them like w- w- simple things of like they'll, they'll have you at a, like a at, at a sound club show someone like the bartender how to turn things on because they think then like Oh, then we don't even have to have a sound engineer. Right. We just have the them turn things on, and it'll be fine. And it's like y- everything will is gonna break because right. I make it so that things don't
1: break. Break, and, and I it's also through and it's also adjust- like, yeah.
0: constantly adjusting. And it also even if it didn't break, which it will, it's gonna sound terrible because like there is like a there's a skill, and it's this just like total, um, it's, it's like infuriating. How, yeah, how. And and the people that are assumed making these decisions are not only so disconnected from what it means to actually have a skill, they, they them to not to be that disconnected from what it means to have a skill makes me think that they are devoid of skills, you know?
1: Yeah, like, well, they, they don't. They're never... not making the game.
0: Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's like it's that it's like how do you get to that high level to be making these decisions in a company and never have like practiced something,
1: you know? Right. Well, I mean, that's uh, Dunning-Kruger, like, the whole concept of failing upwards.
0: It's just, uh, the, the, it's, it, it's like both, it's like, a, there's a, it's infuriating, but it's like a strange, there's like a strange comfort in being like, oh, it happens to people that are like really, you know, established. Yeah. In, well, I like couldn't. Known. <laughs> so it's like not, it's not like I'm not comforting for them, but I'm like, ah, oh, you know, it happens. Look at that. I couldn't look at that?
1: win statewide office in Indiana, so I'm going to run for president. Right. Yeah.
0: Hmm. So
1: <laughs> the, uh, the thing is, so that's happening. And it gets worse <laughs> because when the soundtrack comes out in the credits... It's not credited as Mick Gordon. It's credited as Mick Gordon and this other dude.
0: Just like random intern person. Uh-huh. Why is it even I feel like, like it would almost be worse like they should just take his name off it, but they have to have his name on it because it's in the promise. <laughs> but you know well, what I mean? Well, like it's as, like why as, does he want As his... writers? Ah, oh. as, oh, as writers. writers? Holy shit! Okay, so like yeah. the, that is like super messed up because like it's one thing to be like, oh, this other person like mixed it or did, you know. Oh yeah, because there are separate credits. It's like oh. this
1: song is by yeah, Gordon and other dude.
0: Random other dude.
1: Random other dude. Terrible. Now and then on the soundtrack there are ten uh like within is this
0: random other dude like someone's nephew or something? Is there like a nepotism <laughs> going on where they're like this will boost his career?
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's really hard to say, but it's just, it, it, it's not good. It's bad. It's just, it, it's bad. Everyone knew it was bad. It hasn't been, like, released, uh, like, it doesn't have a Spotify release because mm-hmm. they don't want, like, the only people that heard it were, like, the people that pre-ordered the game,
0: wow. and they were
1: like, it bad. Uh, and, and then everything that, like, people just, like, figured out how to rip audio from the game itself, like from the actual source files and not the like super compressed ones. And yeah. that's like what people go like, this is the real shit.
0: Huh. You know? Man. So what 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 does he have like what are what is he doing about it? Is he getting his okay. vengeance? So
1: I mean he wrote a book. <laughs> right. And step one. So what happened was the soundtrack comes out, it's got another dude's name on it. He finds out that they've stolen like three hundred minutes of work. Yeah, uh, and and they also at this point, uh, when the soundtrack comes out, they haven't paid him for it. Uh, so he just is like, "Let's get on a Zoom, you know, <laughs> let's uh, let's work this out." Uh, he talks to the manager at Id Software. They have a meeting in which they go like, "Okay, people hate the soundtrack. Huh. We have to imagine that." we have People to
0: have taste
1: they have taste and we need to fascinating uh give me uh give me intel give me like 48 hours to draft up a joint statement we're gonna work together on this and uh you know we're we're gonna we're gonna make this right
0: and then he just throws him under the bus
1: he fucking writes the reddit post instead
0: he doesn't even go back to no that wow. is their last
1: communication is that what? they are going to work together on a joint statement and then he, and he's like, hold tight, don't tweet anything, you know, like, we're going to work, t- oh we're going to work together on this. And then writes the, like, he's, uh, he has an artistic brain. He's got this little uh,
0: problem. Yeah. This is a little weird and, brain. You know, those weirdos who think different and, oh, they're just, like, unreliable, so.
1: And it is important to note that, like, it's the Reddit post and also, like, it's a those it's weirdos a,
0: that want a contract.
1: It's a multi-billion-dollar industry with like deep, t- like any sort of like video game journalism thing or whatever. Like they own those journalists too. Totally, so yeah, the entire narrative is just like Mick Gordon is a fuck up. Yeah, you know, like that's what everyone like. Even like when when I started telling you the story, and I was like, oh, this this Reddit post, you were like. Oh, he did a procrastinate, right? And Uh it's like that's the... Like, it's so easy to assume that that's what someone would have done. But it's actually just, like, giant management malfeasance from, like, the top down. Yeah. So...
0: And I don't even get what the point was. Was it the point to cut monetary corners?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they got more than what they agreed to pay for. Right. So, to... Because the thing is, is that to At a stockhold, cost? well, this man's reputation, mm-hmm. they that's all it cost. Or, Yeah, That's all it cost them. And they wound up making more for less, which is because uh, they're like a traded company and all of that. So for people that want the company to just expand and expand and expand and make more and more and more looked really good to them.
0: Yeah, but if they want this to be a franchise and part of the like... Thing that the, the big draw is this other this composer's name. He, oh, there's no way he's gonna well, work with they, them again.
1: No, he's he's not gonna work with them. But they hired uh, because there was they like hired expan- someone new for
0: cheaper. I'm sure. Yeah,
1: and they did expansion packs that uh-huh. are basically they have music that is kind of like Mick Gordon-esque. It's not as good as the first one, but it was cheaper. And that's just a thing that they can just cut out of the corner. Like he's established the template for them. Yeah, I mean them- they're gonna
0: start just putting probably his minutes into like an AI generator. Yeah. That can just like, you know, spit out something vaguely in the same style. Yeah. But I mean okay, has this done anything to the reputation, the follow? Like what are the human reactions to the novel? <laughs>
1: To the novel, are you it, are you the only one that read it? <laughs> well, I read the whole thing, and I I mean, I'd say that there is definitely a, especially with the fact that everyone kind of went, what if my boss is actually a fucking asshole? Like over the last two years, yeah, like uh, because the difference between March tw- twenty twenty and right now, kind of a lot. Yes, yeah, I think that
0: a lot of people. Got to see um, the, the, the everything really play out in what their relationship with with their boss was. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not saying it was the case for everyone, but I know for cer- certainly for you and I, uh, at several of our million jobs, uh-huh. we uh, saw uh, that the people that we thought were like good bosses were,
1: mm-hmm.
0: n- I mean. Let's just say there are multiple fundraisers for venue staff that did never they never saw it never was seen by, by the staff. venue staff. Yeah, um, at multiple yeah. places,
1: we could say that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that everyone experienced something like that in the last couple of years. Yeah. So I'd say that, like, with the release of this novel and that kind of change in cultural perception, it has been received well, but the same... But the thing is, is that the analysis of this is still... have. If you go and look at, like, a, a you know, an online gaming magazine, uh, it's very focused on the... Um, Bethesda wrote a response to the novel that's, <laughs> uh-huh. like, three paragraphs... That is basically it's like, like where, where, we, where? <laughs> we defend the actions of our, you know, of our three boys and we stand behind them and we will not stand for this abuse. And uh, the full facts will come to light in an appropriate venue. You know, sure. we have more facts. Trust us we've got more facts.
0: Mm-hmm. We're not going to say We're not going to say what they are. And he's attaching emails and stuff.
1: Oh, this. screenshots, yeah. emails, the metadata from the tracks. It's just like everything is time stamped and he's got, he's, got he's like an insane whiteboard person uh-huh. too. Love like it. Like us. Yeah. So like every single thing that like he worked on for the whole two years where they weren't paying him, he's just got like, here's my whiteboard. Here's my whiteboard. This is, uh you know, this is the thing that I have to do. I need this to be a better mix and then this one's good to go and here all of my fucking files and also the fact that they paid me for 144 minutes but not for this other 300. (laughs) So, uh, and then the thing is is that they put out this little statement that's like, well, he's so mean. Why would he be so mean? And then the like mainstream journalism sites are like, Bethesda fires back at Rick Gordon, you know, like, uh, so, on the one hand, I'd say that like the general public opinion is, you know, holy shit, this is terrible. But then within like uh, the world of news, it does still seem uh, kind of
0: like it could be anyone. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, there are two state. There are two sides I've, to every story. There are two sides to
1: the story. I mean, we've got this 14000 word book book and then this uh Instagram story screenshot from the official Bethesda account and I would say that these are both compelling pieces of evidence.
0: And and there's this just like, you know, this is a mega corporation that has uh only pre- you know, had the, the the goal, the main goal of its existence is to make more money. And uh-huh. then there's this dude whose main goal is Probably, I mean, not to say that he's not, you know, money motivated, but I. It sounds like he's like known for his artistry and his reputation. Yeah. Oh, and uh, it's and
1: that's the that's the sad thing. It's like for the last two years, most of his like recourse with the company has been fully focused on just like please restore my reputation. Like, and yeah. that's what's heartbreaking. Like, because uh, it got to lawyers, you know, and basically uh, what Gordon asked for was payment for the the bunch of time, yeah, money that he was owed and delete the Reddit post. You don't have to do like a correction or anything. Just please delete this post because it's just still like for the whole two years. It's it's still just like racking up comments and people Uh are like calling him and like that. Like he had to like disconnect his phone and uh, all of that stuff because people are just like making his life miserable, like on top of nerds fucking harassing him he can't get work you know uh and he just feels like his uh his standing in the industry is fundamentally tarnished yeah and that's all that's all he really wants back
0: so i hope he's you said he's got lawyers now is he suing the shit out of them (laughs) um
1: i think that seems to be the next round
0: oh man Good luck to him. I mean, I, I feel like there's just, like, it sounds like he's really compiled all of the evidence. So
1: much data. But. I, <sighs> right. And then it's, like, it's this crazy thing of, like, they they smeared his name by saying that he's bad at deadlines and, right. like, managing information and stuff. Well, so it's, like, he, he <laughs> there's this, it's an annotated, like, airing of grievances that is so meticulous,
0: right? It's like obvious it's, that it's, yeah, like no yeah. one could create that who isn't like very uh, yeah, just uh, you know, like organized and has everything together to compile such a <laughs> document. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, I think it's scary. What, um how like how quickly something like that could you know affect your career it's it sounds like it has like it yeah would not be able to get and it's gigs. the whole
1: the the like trying to do everything right where you're like not working without a contract because you're trying to protect yourself right and that is the that is the overall problem with like working as a contractor is that you have no protection uh, yeah beyond, and it, yeah
0: it's scary that i mean like i said there's like a oh like something that feels like oh even at that level like everyone's getting screwed um and that's scary and it's like well i guess at least like kindred (laughs) (laughs) right good to know um and i don't even know what the lesson is because usually the lesson is like get a contract yeah and i guess it that was the lesson because it sounds like they would have if he had made the soundtrack without the contract oh
1: it seems like they would have just not paid him they anything they would
0: probably not paid him or they would have paid him as little as you know yeah, made it a contract possible. For like, yeah. a very small amount of money i don't know was that you think that was maybe their goal like they thought they were just going to put it off and he would just do it i i
1: don't know what there there's no way to know what the, what the it plan just was. it just seems like such a bad dumb plan
0: wasn't there a game recently where like there was a main actress who was like a voice actress that was like the 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 face of the game or like you know yeah, the voice yeah, of yeah. whatever yeah the voice of the game and um then they like sh- tried to offer her like $2,000 to do the whole game and then she was like so that's a crazy small amount I of money I think and they that just in the, in, in
1: fair and balanced truth and facts okay I think that she said that she was offered $5,000 um, but what she's still was... like
0: laughable. Oh, for yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Kind of gig,
1: but then it turns out that she was actually offered $12,000, which is still bad. Still laughable. That's still very, very yeah. like inappropriate for like how much work would have gone into it. But like it was a thing because she said five instead of 12 because that like that sounds be- like to like people. Maybe it
0: was like the first offer was five yeah. and they went up to 12 or something.
1: Yeah. Or is that... Uh, is that I think it was just like a fudging, uh huh. But that said, it's still not enough money.
0: Yeah, it was laughable and then they just got someone else.
1: Yeah, they just got someone else.
0: But like, I think that her point and I mean, I it was just like she was a main character and oh, she's become she, totally disposable.
1: Right, and then like, you know, she was missed by fans because it was like when you voice a character it's very, you know, important. When right. you're the voice of the game or when mm-hmm. you're the sound of the game these are all things that people care about.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and then when you take that away like even if it even if it's something kind of that people can't quite put their finger on, you know, it, yeah. it just leads to a general feeling of like, just something wasn't right about this experience. It didn't quite feel like how I wanted it to feel. The vibes were off.
0: Well, because the thing that makes like big things, like a cool game, I mean, I, you know, a cool right. game, a film, like a, like big productions, the things that make those things, uh, like meaningful and is, is the, the collaboration that happens between like specific humans. Yes. And when you remove <laughs> some <laughs> of the key people in that, it's like so obvious that you're going to high like highly alter the outcome, you know? I mean but, I think it's like But it's... then it doesn't seem like it is obvious to people, like at the, the at the at, at the decision making level. Right.
1: Well, and I think that it's I think that where it like really hurts a like project is it's not just replacing a person because, you know, sometimes you have to sometimes the scheduling doesn't work out or or they like, you know, fucked your wife, you know, yeah sometimes, uh, they, som- fucked sometimes, sometimes they fucked your wife sure and you can't work with them anymore. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But the thing is, is that. You can replace people and then you replace them with another person that you like care about, you know, or you value what they are doing. Yeah. I think that where it starts to feel very uncanny valley is when you go like, well, what if it just wasn't you? What if it was a cheaper version of you and someone kind of pretending to be you?
0: What if it was anyone else?
1: (laughs) What (laughs) if it was anyone else but cheaper but kind of doing what you did, right? <laughs> I think that that's where it is the uh, the feeling of this just ain't quite right.
0: Yeah. Oh man. And then it's like they're uh, they're paying someone to kind of like analyze your brain output, uh huh, and
1: uh-huh.
0: just tweak it a little bit.
1: Could you just be? It's uh. <laughs> I almost made it though. I was like, "Oh, it's the Annie Hall thing when Woody uh, when Woody Allen does the when he tries to recreate his relationship with uh with the Annie lobster. Hall with the lobster." Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, yeah. Except replace that with a non problematic person. We made it like three episodes.
0: Well, that was. <laughs> It's <laughs> so Woody Allen. You didn't I'm do only, Louie. Right. I thought the problem was that you always bring up Louie. Now you made us bring up Louie. You could have just, just gone with Woody Allen. I could have just gone with Woody Allen. I could have just. I just could have just committed to Woody Allen. We don't love him, but here's it's the, it's the comparison. But then now you made it. It's just that it's just that for whatever reason Louie, and now they're is.
1: just they've just like two important <laughs> male wild, figures in we, entertainment <laughs> that are just constantly doing intrusive thoughts in my head.
0: We hang out all the time, and you like never ever ever bring up. <laughs> Yeah. Louis. And then every time we sit in front of the mic to record this podcast, it's just like you have to be You're being very generous.
1: I bring up Louis all the time in no, private conversation.
0: Not on a regular basis. Oh, okay. It's just when we're sitting here, which is like once a week. So it's like right. once a week at this spot, you <laughs> get weird, like the universe beams Louie. Anyway.
1: He's trying to get uncancelled.
0: <laughs> Via you. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's his. You're his vehicle. So I'm sorry. I'm but I am but a vessel. Right. (laughs) Well. So
1: that's the end of the episode. Okay. Yeah. So
0: I mean, um, I guess. (laughs) Are you going to keep us updated on this story?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I'll see what happens. Yeah. Maybe it's another two years between action.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a. It's a great story. Thank you for telling me the story. But it is also like a little like we're left with this kind of just like there's no like punch, there's no vengeance there's no I need a, I need to know that things end up okay. I need okay. like the I need the hero's revenge against the company.
1: okay, well, let's just put those vibes out there.
0: okay we're we're taking back your body as a vessel uh-huh. to release the vibes for uh Mick for a revenge yeah for
1: for Mick Gordon's <laughs> revenge
0: all right this is a call for mick gordon's revenge and if you have a band that we should talk about um i mean i guess mick gordon is the episode right yeah we're gonna call that that's the but next next week we'll we'll be talking about another band probably i will get
1: back into the underground
0: um so email us idonheartradio pod at gmail.com subject line
1: Contract.
0: <laughs> um, yes, and you can even attach a contract to that email. Just let's we'll see sign what you it. got. We might sign it. Send us a contract. Send us a contract. we'll, we'll make something happen. Um, and also, if you like this podcast, or you know you're still here, so if you, you're, you're I'm, I'm thinking you're having a good time. Please, five rate. stars. Five stars. It it makes a huge difference. I see you guys doing it when you rate it and share it. It. Um, we get you know, more numbers! We get more numbers! We get to do it more! So good. Okay. Um.